Hello, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of Fantastic Mr. Fox Minute, or as I'm going to call it for the rest of the podcast, Fantastic Minute. Um, I'm Tyler Boudreaux. And I'm Condra Boudreaux. And we're here to talk about the first minute of the Wes Anderson film, Fantastic Mr. Fox. This is the minute that starts with a black screen turning into the 20th Century Fox logo and ends with the poem about Mr. Boggus, Bunce, and Bean, ending with the line, These Horrible Crooks, appearing. So we don't even get the whole poem at the end of the minute, and it's mostly logos. We got 55 seconds of logos, and then we get the poem. There anything you like about the logos, Condra? I mean, the Indian paintbrush one is just very classy looking. It, it's this nice break in between the very intense 20th Century Fox. I mean... Yes, but the 20th Century Fox logo is classic. It is very classic. You, you have your Star Wars... I mean, Star Wars. Star Wars. Always, always starts with 20th Century Fox. And, yeah, so I can't even think of any other movies that have Indian paintbrush or the Regency logo, which follows. I've definitely seen the Regency one before, but I couldn't tell yeah, you which one. It's like I've seen them before, I just don't know. But Or it, maybe it's because I've seen this movie so many times. That is also true. I wanted to say that the Regency logo has cool music. It's got kind of like a Danny Elfman, like Edward Scissorhands kind of thing going. So, logos, everyone. They're great. I think the movie starts off really strong, though, with this absolute silence after the Regency. Like, you get 20th Century Fox, which is very heavy, and then Indian Paintbrush, which is softer, but still, it's something. And then the Regency, which is, as you said, Danny Elfman, but then it goes into this absolute silence. And that's just so striking because you just absolutely have to follow the words and it really gives you the sense to contemplate what the heck is going on in this movie. Well, we're really delving into nothing here. I mean, the choice of silence, I think, is good for the poem because it makes you focus on the poem. So the lines we get of the poem are, Bogus Bunsen Bean, One Fat, One Short, One Lean, These Horrible Crooks. That's what we get in the first minute of this just leaves you hanging and wanting more. <laughs> and the silence really has you as, what does this mean? And it would be interesting if they put the tune that they apply later for the poem in this minute, because I guess it would have given it away, but I think the silence is better. I think you're right. I think if they would have, I think they would have spoiled the fun if they had released the tune beforehand, because yeah. honestly, that's just such a great moment. Yeah, yeah but we'll get to that later. Um, I want to talk about the poem for a minute. We have Bogus Munson Bean. Obviously, I like the alliteration. Great job, Roald Dahl. Okay, this is something we're going to have to talk about. How are we pronouncing Roald Dahl? Some people pronounce it Roald Dahl. I say just rolled like I rolled a bowling ball. Um, I believe it's Roald. Well, there's a D, so it's Roald. But he's also British. Roald. <laughs> I think we're quibbling. I don't think it matters. Well, I think we want. I think we could get this out, out of the way because he is the author of the book Fantastic Mr. Fox, which we don't have a copy on us right now. But we will. But at some point we will in order when we get into the nitty gritty comparisons, because I think it is worth it to talk about comparing it to the book in some aspects because it's most it's a mostly faithful movie, but it takes some liberties that are good. Yes. Um, no, my main my quibble with the poem is the lines, what fat, what short, what lean. Because those aren't mutually exclusive. Fair. One can be fat and short. One can be lean and short. I think we'll find that Bunce is rather short and rather lean. True. And Bogus is rather tall. And Bean is rather tall. So, what... Why... I don't know. I 
understand what you're saying, but I think, like, if you're thinking of Bogus, for example. Bogus wants me. Bogus is fat. Yeah, no, exactly. So you're we need a respectively at... in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> what fat would start with lead? Respectively. <laughs> I think, like, when you think of them, you're like, yeah, that's the guy, that's the farmer that's the really fat one. Or that's the, like, because they're qualifiers to the fact that they're all the same position. Okay. I think it works. Because Bunce is short. Yes. And while he's lean, he's not as lean. He's not categorically lean. Correct. Okay. And my other question is crooks. Are these actual crooks, as as in they're committing crimes? Are they crooks just because they're wicked people? It's unclear. We haven't finished the poem yet. Well, <laughs> the suspense hangs. Yes. And I just looked it up. You pronounce his name Ruel. Ruel? Ruel. 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 That's still not very specific. Well. That's what I've got. Rule. Rule. I'm going to say rolled, because that's how I always say it. Okay. And I'm going to Americanize it and Fight me. butcher it. Um, rule. Rule all. Okay. Rule. So all of you will rue the day you pronounce his name wrong, I suppose. Or not. And just keep going with how you're going, because... America. Or not. I guess the only other thing I have for this minute is the background... Of the poem is just this upper angle looking down on some fields, gets you into the agrarian mood, and you, this is our first introduction to the color scheme because the letters come in yellow, and we have this very brown tan background, so really gets you into that that fall spirit that this movie is encapturing. But I think we'll talk about that more in the upcoming minutes. Yes, definitely. I think the color scheme comes out here, but definitely becomes a lot more apparent in the minutes to come. Yeah, minute one is mostly logos. We talked about Roald Dahl. I think that was important. Ruol. Ruol. <laughs> There's a D at the end of his name. You can't just not pronounce the D. I mean, subtle. Subtle. Okay. Maybe, do we want to talk a bit about first time we saw it, and maybe a little bit about the context behind the film? Okay, yeah. Um, sure. So this one came out in 2009. Which yep, was a big year in animated films. Um, it yeah. went, it was a nominated for the best pic, uh, best animated film, up against Up by Pixar, Disney Pixar, and Coraline. Coraline. So two stop motions in the in the same year, which was very unusual, and especially as this is probably the, some other movies were nominated too. But honestly, but it was those Up were the and big Coraline three. and Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, and it, Fantastic Mr. Fox was also nominated for best original score. By Alexander Desplat. Mm-hmm. Another name that we're going to butcher. Oh, yeah. But another Academy Award acclaimed, nominated several times, and continues to be nominated. So yeah. they got a really big name for the score, and yeah. it definitely comes out, as we'll talk about later. Yeah, obvious. and then obviously we have our director, Wes Anderson. I am a huge Wes Anderson fan. I love Rushmore and Grand Budapest Hotel, two of my favorite movies of all time. Have you seen any others? I have seen Grand Budapest Hotel, and I believe that is it. I'm getting there. I Fantastic Mr. Fox is my favorite film of all time, so I mean, there's that. Yeah. So if that counts for anything, but Wes Anderson is someone very unique, and you have to have the right taste. But this one is less Wes Anderson-y, so it, it, it is. Well, the thing is, it is very Wes Anderson-y, 
based, animation. But animation is obviously different from what he usually does, but he really imbues his style into the animation, which obviously we'll get into detail on as they come, but we just want to preface that. Other Wes Anderson movies, you have Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou, uh, The Darjeeling Unlimited, Bottle Rocket, I think was his first, with Owen and Luke Wilson, and... The Royal Tenenbaums? Royal, Royal Tenenbaums is the one that Moonrise most Kingdom. most people love. Oh, and Moonrise Kingdom I also really love. And the, so that's the thing. I, I do really love Wes Anderson. But the thing with Wes Anderson that I think is great, obviously his visual style and his tendency to work with the same actors over and over again. A lot of, a lot of our modern directors have been doing that. But we get a lot of his staple actors appearing in this movie later, which I think is really great and really adds to the benefit of the movie. So yeah, great director, great score, great actors. The list will go on great, as we meet them. Great book, great production companies, I guess. Yeah. That's the thing we're focusing on in this minute. So I think we should call it there. We'll get to more nitty-gritty, more exciting, finish the poem next Fi- finish time Finish the meet. poem, get some more, the logos after the logos. True. And yeah, so this has been a fantastic minute. I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your day. This is Tyler Boudreaux. And Contra Boudreaux. Signing off. Thank you.